Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 305 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Blake Gray. Thank you, Blake. Thank you, Blake. Thanks. I think you're Blake great. Oh, Mm. cute. I mean, yes. But what a joke, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hilarious. Sure. So today we will be discussing part three of chapter two of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows in memoriam. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to (laughs) recollect your way through the details. I tried. Uh, Before we begin, (laughs) Meg's Mouse Tales has weekly profit news. What is this? Uh, so what is this? The, the Death Eaters are coming to Universal Orlando. Um, that sounds too for just spooky season or like for all times. It's for probably just for spooky sp- season. Boo hiss. I know. Gosh. Um, so it's gonna be like interactive. So it says the interactive Ooh. this live interactive. Hold on. Okay. This interactive live entertainment <laughs> experience puts puts guests face-to-face with these fanatic witches and wizards as they roam through London, lurk their way through the cobbled streets of Nocturne Alley, and challenge guests to join the Dark Lord. Also, while visiting Diagon Alley, guests can shop for a variety of Death Eater-themed merchandise to embrace their sinister side. Um, So I do believe that... Philly, come on, buddy. What? Uh Uh-uh. No, no. I can't even hear it. He's digging in his bag. I will get it in a second. Um, Okay. So I do believe that this is in collaboration with Halloween Horror Nights. I'm not 100% on if they're going to be out and about outside of Horror Nights. I kind of am getting the impression it is just during. Um, Which is good because, well, it depends how you look at it. (laughs) So. I liked their having nothing going on in the Wizarding World area during Halloween Horror Nights because it was a safe zone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but like, you know, now they're bringing some spooky into Wizarding World. So um, you have less safe zones <laughs> during <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. But um, it is kind of cool to see the Wizarding World get in, get in on HHN. So um, for real, I mean, though, like, yeah. why wouldn't it, you know? Right. Imagine... So, like, Nocturne Alley is already creepy, right? I've kind of, yeah. like... imagine running into a Death Eater in Nocturne no, Alley. No, no, I would die. It's, it's like, so freaking dark. Well, yeah, if it's, like, if it's nighttime night. and your eyes are adjusted, fine. But if it's, like, midday Day. and the sun's blaring and then you yes. go in and you can't see and yes. then one just, like, pops up over your shoulder... 
what if no oh my god the days of you sleeping there are over i They're guarantee over, man. <laughs> over it's just the stuff of nightmares now <laughs> they'll just like roll through and just be like a lot of and like then- i bet i wonder if they speak or are they just like i can't imagine that they wouldn't creepy. you know yeah. I mean, like, it kind of makes me think of, like, a scarier version of the stormtroopers that walk around Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, those are kind of comical. You can literally run into Kylo Ren. Ugh, I said stormtroopers. I know, I'm just saying. It is scary. He's going to get you. But they're just like, move along. Move but, along. Like, Death Eaters could be like... <laughs> what Are they, like, calling people, like, mudbloods and stuff? Oh, that'd be interesting. You um, know? Like, what are they doing? They you know ha- what they really remember? should do. They need to do some kind of weird show where they like. I, this is really awful. Like lift muggles in the air or whatever, like they did at the World Cup. That would be that would silence. be terrifying. <laughs> that would Jeez. be terrifying. I'm yeah. just saying for like horror night, that for could HHN. be like a thing. Yes. I mean, They've done the worse. stuff that they do for HHN. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm missing um, a ton of chat. Okay, sorry. You know, it's highly themed. I think mm-hmm. that, do you remember when we were at Leavesden, we went during October and they had Death Eaters come out to Diagon Alley randomly when you were walking through it? Mm-hmm. And one scared me. It <laughs> yeah, came up behind right. me and then Let's like see? all of a sudden had its wand like pointed at my head and I was like, oh my oh, god. Dang. Imagine being in front of Borgen and Burke. I know. No. With that troll skill. No. Or that evil doll. That legit oh. evil doll. Oh my god. Don't talk about and it. And then all of a sudden you feel a, a poke in the cheek and somebody goes, and you're gone. <laughs> it's over. I would. <laughs> Jen in the chat said we need a Harry Potter haunted house. I like yeah. if they can get the author to get on board with doing a house at HHN, I would lose my mind. Dude, they could really I would do that actually up. go. Right? A thousand percent. And I, I don't would like buy the, the unlimited stuff. express pass and That's just go on that house over and over. Yeah. For real. <laughs> like I live such here. A good now. I do I definitely do the behind the scenes tour. They do like a one. Tom Riddle, like Tom Riddle's house with like the snake and then like dead body yard <laughs> the lake the yeah. lake shut up it's not big enough <gasps> in theory can you imagine dude uh, i'm already that afraid would... enough of the inferi in hogwarts legacy it those would... are gross i know oh my gosh yeah they could do a scene in the forbidden forest with aragog oh mm-hmm. there's so much potential Azkaban. i hope eventually i feel i feel like oh azkaban somewhere mm-hmm. deep in my bones i feel like it will happen one day <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just need rights to be <laughs> signed over to someone who knows you know universal immediately would be like yes harry potter <laughs> yeah okay uh, okay and it jinx you owe me a coke Bill. <laughs> uh-huh. <sighs> all right Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us then they may too Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flick Cast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flick Cast. 
Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish Swag Boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. We are always accepting Potter stories, so please send them to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Okay, but something in the chat seems very sus. What? There's like hardly any Gryffindors here today. What's up with that? Hmm. Cheaters. Cheaters. Bye. Right. Right. Cheating. Like Where are the lions? Red. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What did you do? Ban them, Snake? With your little badger pal? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> badger pal yeah. the other color's black um, I believe it's called a badger buddy um, yeah, Rebecca Buckeye this is no time for making dinner okay <laughs> <laughs> I need you to show up get here oh my gosh oh we have that Elsa and it also lost that same hand Janine what's going on Oh man. Yeah. Anywho's. Great power comes great responsibility. Oh boy, here we go. I cannot with you. I love you. (laughs) Everybody just all collectively went swipe app closed. (laughs) (laughs) Not unsubscribe. (laughs) Unfollow. (laughs) Maybe I'm. Oh, man. Okay. We're done with Joge's article. Dodgy Doge. Dodgy Doge. Doge. And Harry's starting his next like grief struggle with Dumbledore because did he even know him? All this stuff that is mm. in Doge's article is brand new information. Mm. And of course, Rita Skeeter is on the case. She's the first to release a book, The Life and Lies of Albus Dumbledore. My notes say it, The Life and Life. <laughs> the Life and Life. The Two life lives. Of Albus Dumbledore. All right. Are we ready for what's next? The shrubbery? I am. Rita has written a 900-page book in just four weeks. She's thick. Sounds <laughs> legit to me. <laughs> right. Uh, Rita discredits Elpheus and explains that a bag of galleons can get a lot of information quickly. We get some quick highlights from her book, Dumbledore Dabbled in the Dark Arts, you say? Aberforth and his goats are mentioned and then we really begin (laughs) to see the Rita embellishing happen here. Uh, What is Dumbledore and Harry's relationship? Rita knows apparently and Harry's (sighs) upset with the article especially since he's mentioned and then we see bright blue eyes in that little sliver of mirror. You know that most of that like 900 page book like we've all written that essay where we have like said so many extra adjectives and filler words. That's what she's doing. It's so funny. So uh, there's a quite a bit was said about Rita at that Carnegie Hall thing with the author. Mm. And um, she, she said that she kind of went on to create a whole bunch of memoirs after this. And all of them Rita? were about a fourth true. 
Yeah. About a what? fourth. A oh. fourth. A fourth true. Yeah. Rita wrote one about Harry. He <laughs> won't run up. He he wrote one about Snape. He wrote one about You mean she? She wrote one about uh Armando. <laughs> What's happening? Were they all oh. called the Life and Lies? Was it like it the was Life like, and Lies? It series? was like the, their name and then like a question. It was like basically the same from premise premise god premise. what's wrong with me i can't you're talk. fine i'm i like yeah. premise better premise. sounds very sounds more professional premise <laughs> premise oh you crazy <laughs> i just thought that that was funny that is, is funny but she basically the author is like a fourth of it is true nice it's kind of like i'm sure she sold so much too just like people buy like the inquirer and Whatever that other one like is. Well, yeah, but everyone actually thought that was real. Mm. Gilderoy. We hardly knew ye. Because we didn't really. <laughs> Anyways. Nella in the chat says Rita must have used chat GPT. <laughs> That's so Good old AI. Four weeks. <laughs> That's a quick quote squill. For sure. That's the quick quote squill. <laughs> Um, okay. So remember, Rita is being interviewed by Betty Braithwaite, Braithwaite, however you want to say it, who is a fellow reporter for the um, Daily Prophet. Did we go into good old Betty's character yet at all? Her change in relationship with uh, James. You heard that from Inez? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. What? Sometimes you can't believe a word she says. They cheat. Oh, James cheated on Betty with August. Yeah. Weird. Is this a fan fiction? <laughs> I guess I have, kind of. I literally don't know what you're talking about right now. Uh, it's Taylor Swift's fictional love triangle Tiffany. from folklore. She's Louise. I, I love that. <laughs> Is this a fan fiction? Well, I don't know. Well, some would say fanfic, it's fact, so I've not thought fiction. maybe. That was you. Stranger than fiction. Stranger than fiction. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, continue or I'll never stop. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Good old Betty, right? It's also very confusing when I log into the wiki and then like the first thing is is like a trailer for Ahsoka and I'm like am I looking at Star Wars or what? Any hoosies. Um Betty's name uh Betty means oath of god. And I guess I looked up Braithwaite or Braithwaite and it means broad clearing, whatever that goes. Anywho, it's not really neither here nor there. There's not much on her, as you can probably imagine. She's uh, liking Rita enough to interview her because like the way that this article is spun, it kind of like makes Rita seem not like as awful as we know that she is. So, mm. you know, maybe they uh, have a friendship going on. But she's only mentioned in this chapter in the entire series. So the life and lies of Albus Dumbledore is said to be 900 pages long. And I, for one, would still want the whole thing in my hot little hannies as an actual book. <laughs> And I would read that. I would read that. 
And it's completed only four weeks after Dumbledore died. So I'm sitting here thinking 900 pages is a lot. I do understand that we have um, magic at our fingertips here, right? We've got a quick quilts quill. But I'm yeah. wondering, we also have the Bethilda interview that needs to happen. So I wonder, like, do you think at any point to kind of get back at Dumbledore for anything? Do you think that maybe she started this after Goblet? I wondered that. Mm, or do you um, think she really, like, crunch time four weeks? Because I see her as someone that would be, like, almost plotting you know, yeah. and she knows that like there's so much controversy around Dumbledore's decisions and whatnot, and she likes to call upon like the fake relationships, like spinning them in certain ways, with like Harry calling it sinister yeah. and and whatever. So I just wonder, do you think she was sitting on it, or do you think she worked hard? Mia said she started her outline from inside her jar. <laughs> <laughs> on a leaf I, with a stick <laughs> carving I it feel out like, I feel like this was probably a passion project mm-hmm. that was brewing for a long time and yeah. she always planned on writing it um, yeah. so like and, and I kind of feel the same way about like any famous figure uh, she probably has Pro- notebooks yeah and like you, you said know? the author said that she has all of these like pl- like published biographies yeah yeah she like she like i said she did one on harry she did one on snape Snape. so like those are what she knows the public finds interesting yeah she's probably like i gotta be the first to do this i've gotta make you know all those galleons yeah i do i i don't think that she interviewed um bathilda bathilda until Until, after yeah yeah yeah. So, I mean, like a big chunk of it, I do think was crunch time. Um, I wonder how she connected the dots to get to Bethilda. It was probably Godric's Hollow. She was just like, mm, he lived in Godric's Hollow. Who else do I know that lives in Godric's Hollow? I think she just that- went a knocking. Yeah. She went mm. a little fly flittering with a little She went a little veritaserum happy, too. Mm. that's just awful yeah all right so betty calls the death of dumbledore mysterious adding to the fact that um this book might hold more answers or more speculating about the murder that occurred and rita said that you know Working to a deadline's easy peasy lemon squeezy because she's been a journalist for so long and she knows that everyone wants the whole story. She wanted to be the first to deliver this to the wizarding world. And Elpheus Doge is brought up and apparently got wind of this book and began speaking out. Quote, I mentioned the recent widely published publicized remarks of Elpheus Doge, special advisor to the Wizengamot a long-standing friend of Albus Dumbledore's that quote Skeeter's book contains less fact than a chocolate frog card. Mm. Well, a fourth. I okay. <laughs> I have problem with that line. Oh, go for it. Because 
what on a chocolate frog card isn't true? Well, we I have think I Dumbledore's. think hold on. I think that he's referring to the small amount that's on the frog card. There's only like a, a few sentences. Oh, mind blown. Changed her whole life wow. right just then. Jaw dropping moment. I was seriously like so confused by <laughs> that line. I was like, why? What does he have against chocolate frog cards? Like everything that we read about <laughs> Dumbledore's on the back seemed to be true. What is wrong with them? I was so confused. You were so defending <laughs> chocolate frog. <laughs> I was. I was like, what the heck is wrong with a chocolate frog card? Oh my Doge. God. Doge. Darling Doge. Doge. I so... do have to say, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I just think oh, that her mind. response to... Elpheus Doge though is so childish. Oh yeah, I mean it's completely. She just wants to paint him as somebody who's nuts. Yeah, and not to be trusted. Yeah. And if she says this about him too, then you know his obituary looks like straight up putting at the bottom of the owl cage for it to poop on trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just thought of like magical folk use the daily profit to line pages like that like moving pictures are getting pooped on yeah <laughs> do you think they're like uh, <laughs> like hiding probably. in the corner like uh. <laughs> probably <laughs> they're probably real I love sad that. they're real mm. sad <laughs> real sad they're like oh man they had to get a dog to potty train didn't they mm -hmm. soggy bottom <laughs> doggy uh yeah so rita's response to this is quote darling dodgy i remember interviewing him a few years back about mer people rights bless him completely gaga seemed to think we were sitting at the bottom of lake windermere kept telling me to watch out for trout and i honestly like what's the real story behind that you know yeah yeah you i know bet spun i bet they did meet mm-hmm um they probably I, very much disagreed about mer people rights is my guess uh yeah <laughs> And so I wonder, like, what is the story behind that? Fun fact, Lake Windermere is the largest natural lake in England, and it is in Cumbria, which is a part of the Lake District. Is it? Wow. The lake size? No. Oh, no. Take me to the lakes where all the poets went to die. Oh, that could be a really terrible Harry Potter that cover song. <laughs> oh, Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, many other people were echoing this that he's Gaga and demanding to know um how or echoing what Dodge was Doge was saying, sorry. How she could actually capture Dumbledore's life in only four short weeks. Quote Oh my dear beam skeeter, wrapping me affectionately across the knuckles. I can see this happening. Mm -hmm. You know as well as I do how much information can be generated by a fat bag of galleons and a refusal to hear the word no in a nice sharp quick quotes quill. Yikes. People were queuing to dish the dirt on Dumbledore anyway. Not everyone thought he was so wonderful, you know. 
He trod on an awful lot of important toes, but old dodgy doge can get off his high hippogriff because I've had access to a source most journalists would swap their wands for. One who has never spoken in public before and who was close to Dumbledore during the most turbulent and disturbing phase of his youth. One of my favorite things of these books is when common phrases take a turn and have a magical creature <laughs> put into it. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so good. Who was queuing to talk about Dumbledore? I bet uh, I bet some people. You think? Yeah. You think ministry people? Probably. Probably people that just want their 15 AKA seconds of death fame. eaters. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? It's all very government, gross, smarmy, like backwards government. Not talking yeah. about like legitimately nice people. Right. Oh, fudge. <laughs> I wonder if uh. fudge. I wonder if fudge uh, was interviewed for a chapter. That'd be hilarious. I asked him for help every week. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I feel like Rita was probably back to my, my question before. I feel like she was probably putting in the work before releasing this book, like yeah, more so than just the four weeks, because there's already like a lot of publicity around it. Um, maybe people got wind of her, like talking to other people, asking questions, you know what I mean? Um, because she talks about like the 12 uses of dragon's blood. So she interviewed whoever that bro is that we talk about later, I think. Um, so like, I wonder, like people may have been talking, but there's also a lot. People are excited about this book and I, I don't doubt that I, the, the wizarding world seems very, um, like if you just base it off of the daily prophet and people and how they read that and believed it, um, I feel like they'd be pining for this because people want to know the shocking things, right? And everybody wants to look. So Betty tries and does the good old journalist thing, right? And she's like, what's the biggest shocker that's going to be in the book? And Rita's like, oh my gosh, Betty, no. And it happened just like that because I was there. So she was like, people need to buy the book to find out all the juicy details. Quote, but I can promise that anybody who still thinks Dumbledore was as white as his beard is in for a rude awakening. Let's just say that nobody hearing him rage against you know who would have dreamed that he dabbled in the dark arts himself in his youth. And for a wizard who spent his later years pleading for tolerance, he wasn't exactly broad minded when he was younger. Yes, Albus Dumbledore has, a, has had an extremely murky past, not to mention that very fishy family, which he worked so hard to keep hushed up. Okay, so it's green now, so <laughs> we're still in the middle of Skeeter's article here. Skeeter. Um, <laughs> so Betty asks Rita if she's referring to Aberforth, like when talking about the, quote, very fishy family. And... He it talks about how Aberforth was convicted by the Wizengamot for misuse of magic caused by a minor scandal 15 years ago. And that and then Rita goes on to explain that it was something about goats. So <laughs> the author did explain what this was, and I thought that that was funny. So I'm going to tell you guys. I was wondering and I didn't look it up. Ooh, so thank when? you. At the Carnegie Hall event. Dude, what was not dropped? Oh, okay, at this I, event? I know. 
Um, I know, right? <laughs> so the author explained that the charm was used supposedly to keep a goat's horns curly and clean. And they considered it misuse. What? And I would not call that a scandal. I, I agree. Which goes to show... Goats to that, show. <laughs> goats to show. Oh my um, God. That one fourth of this is true and the rest is embellished. Mm-hmm. So um, then she goes on to explain, no, it's actually the mother and the sister is who I, I, I want to talk about here. Um, <laughs> yeah, Becca in the chat says, minor scandal, LOL, no, it's having an illegitimate child. Credence. <laughs> That would definitely be more of a scandal than coming up with a spell to clean your goat's horns. I don't know. It still sounds a little bit risque, but whatever. Um, (laughs) What? (laughs) Megan? No. If I was going to create some sort of spell for a goat, it would be to make their eyes, their pupils not be horizontal. Because it freaks me out. Pupils are weird. They have panoramic vision. Cheaper like that. Mm-hmm. So the mother and the do- and the daughter, sister. Aubrey said, "Hot take: the goat scandal was a distraction to cover up credence." <laughs> hey, that's that's valid. Maybe I always thought it had something to do with like Ariana and how like they would feed the goats together, and I don't know. Like I always thought it had something to do. Like I always thought Ariana was involved. In it wasn't way. anything that was like fiddling about with yes. goats, but like something sweet i agree with that but i guess taking care of them is sweet and kind you know and i mean here's the thing do you think that's just like them going after them probably and like if if you You think about it sometimes you know people will use the phrase like they'll they'll say unkind things such as what she does here with it's like I'm talking about much worse than a brother with a fondness for fiddling about with goats. It's like people can say that about other people's hobbies when they don't understand them. Like, um, you know, if so, if, if somebody I'm talking to doesn't understand how much I love and am passionate about podcasts, like they could think that it's, you know, oh, you're just like fiddling around with like, podcasting or whatever you know it's like to diminish telephone game it's to diminish it's to diminish it for someone just to be mean you know um and that's kind of like the vibe that i got from that with her towards aberforth which is annoying and just like unkind yeah um why do you want to learn a new language where would you use it how would it come in handy maybe you have an upcoming international trip Maybe you want to connect with family and friends, learn about a new culture, want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language ac- acquisition. 
Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. If you're a muggle like me and you don't have Molly Weasley cooking for you every day, then you need to listen to this. Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. Let me tell you guys, they are absolutely delicious. I have not met a factor meal yet that I didn't like. And my favorite is the jalapeno grilled chicken, cheddar cheese. Oh, it's so good. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for, guys? Two-minute meals, fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They've got snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. Done the math for you. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious flexible for your schedule get as much or as little as you need by choosing from six to 18 meals per week plus you can pause or you can reschedule your deliveries anytime no prep no mess factor meals are 100 ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping cooking no cleanup all of that head to factormeals.com slash flick 50 and use code FLICK50 to get 50% off. That's code FLICK50 at factormeals.com slash FLICK50 to get 50% off. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So she's talking about how she claims like it's no wonder Dumbledore never talked about how his nose got broken. Um, family. Mm. Yeah. And <laughs> then mm. Betty asks, like, you can't deny Rita. Like, you can't deny Dumbledore's brilliance. You know, like he has so many magical discoveries. And she she's mm-hmm. basically like, uh, yeah, he has brains. Of course he does. Uh but, you know, can he really take full credit for everything he's done? And and here's where I think Rita begins embellishing. Like, I fully believe all of Dumbledore's achievements. I don't think that there should be anything in question there. That's do you agree with that? Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, mm-hmm. also, I just want to I just want to talk about this because then she goes into Grindelwald. OK. So she goes into, oh, I'm glad you mentioned Grindelwald. Like, I'm afraid those who go dewy-eyed over Dumbledore's spectacular vis- victory must brace themselves for a bombshell or perhaps a dung bomb. Very dirty business indeed. All I'll say is don't be so sure that there really was the spectacular duel of legend. After they've read my book, people may be mm. forced to conclude that Grindelwald simply conjured a white handkerchief from the end of his wand and came quietly. Here's what I want to call... Bob shorts on the author for a second here. Okay. So we know we've talked a million times about this Carnegie hall event. Correct. So the Carnegie hall event is where Mm -hmm. she dropped the quote bomb that Dumbledore was gay. Okay. Oh yeah. Rita Skeeter would have uncovered Dumbledore being gay. If the author truly wanted that in the text. This was the moment to do it or later in this book, whenever we're actually reading excerpts from the book, you know what I mean? Like this book yeah. was the moment to put it in the text and make it official. And she chose not to. And I think that that is sure intentional. Is. And yes. Well, and I just, you know, it bothers me when I read about how she dropped it at Carnegie Hall, too. Like, it was just so very nonchalant. Like, oh, you didn't know that? Oh, of course he's gay. And it's like, if you wanted uh-huh. it to be that obvious, you should have just put it in the text. Because the representation... It would have upset people even, like, I mean, even more so than the whole witchcraft thing. And she... Yeah needed to sell books but honestly at the end of the day this is the last book in a series that you've already made probably at that point close to a billion dollars and you can't if you Mm -hmm. really cared about the representation in your books you would have put it in regardless because how many pre-orders did your book have she didn't i know she didn't and that but that's like the what bothers me is how she talked about it at carnegie hall as if like well of course he's gay and it's like first of all no not of course 
not everybody's going to read into that. You know these characters way better, obviously, than any of us do because you created them. And if that was an important part of his character. I don't know how you would have read that. I don't know. I don't know. What? Because he wears high heels? You know? Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't get that Again, at all. Yeah. It's just, it's so annoying. Plenty of. It just, it makes me Plenty mad. of people wear those. It makes those. me mad. <laughs> Blake, Blake has a question yes. though. What if she did put it in and her editor took it out? Is that a possibility? Uh, at this point in time. Or do you think she would have said. I think that we would know if that happened. Yeah. That's my opinion, at least. I. It's a great question, yeah. though, Blake. <laughs> I think that if that had been the case at this point in time, 2023, we would know if she had put it in. A thousand percent. We would yeah. have known by now. I just, uh, it just bothers me. So. Yeah. Same Z's. It feels very afterthought. You know. I don't know. It felt like an afterthought. Like, a, I'm going to shove this in here. So maybe this group of people will be like. This line also bothered me. Thank you, Mia, for posting what she actually said in it. So it says laughter. If I'd known it would make you so happy, I would have announced it years ago. Come on. I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. It annoys me. Anyway. Yeah. So that was my little soapbox. <laughs> um. I love your soap boxes. Thanks. They smell great. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Did that one smell like rainbows? Uh-huh. Okay. Skittles. Skittles. What does that smell like? No. Fruity Pebbles. Skittles. Oh, I like okay. It. I had a Fruity Pebbles macaron from oh, Kelsey Elizabeth today. Oh, Kelsey Elizabeth. Twas delightful. I forgot I ate that. <laughs> um, so then the next little part of this talks about the cha entire chapter dedicated to Mr. Harry Potter himself. Um, and Harry Potter and Dumbledore's relationship specifically. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, she talks about how the relationship is called unhealthy, even sinister. But of course, you know, you have to buy the book to find out. So she's not going to give away too much. Um, however, she does say that there's mm. no question that Dumbledore took an unnatural interest in Potter from the word go, which from an outsider looking in <sighs> is true, I would say. Um, whether that was really in the boy's best interests, well, we'll see. It's certainly an open secret that Potter has had a most troubled adolescence. Best interests? Debatable. Um. You know, that is a lot of conversation with this entire book, right? Like, were Harry's best interests yeah. taken into account? Um, not really. I think the Wizarding World's best interests were taken into account first. Uh, but that's obviously not something she's going to be able to uncover without actually just talking to Harry and Snape, which those two people would never talk to her honestly and openly. So, you know, this is just her, her own take on it. So... But yeah, her credibility is about to be shot in Katie's part. So, is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this one's a shorty. Shorty, but goody, like me and Tiffany. 
Hey. So good old Betty. I can't hear Betty without thinking of Taylor Swift. I know. Betty asks, <laughs> well, are you still in touch with Harry Potter? Because of course I am. She did, after all, write a, quote, breakthrough piece in which Potter spoke exclusively of his conviction that you know who had returned, which is probably the one and only redeeming thing Rita has done. Yeah. So Rita's like, oh, yes, we've developed a close bond. Close, you say. Poor Potter has few real friends. and That's true. Him. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> all you need. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Rita and him had met at one of the most testing moments of his life, meaning the Triwizard Tournament. Quote, I am probably one of the only people alive who can say they know the real Harry Potter. Age 12. Isn't it funny to think? <laughs> it's a Taylor Swift line. I know. My it's bad, man. I thought the um, same thing. Isn't it funny to think that you would think that that would be one of the most testing moments of his life. <laughs> right? And, and it's it really, not. It, it's not. No. I mean, the ending of it, sure. Yes. But, like, think back to, like, task one. Piece of cake for Mr. Harry Potter at this point. Fighting dragons. Steal an egg from a dragon. No biggie. Yeah. He's like, I hold eggs. I helped raise a dragon in a wood house. <laughs> <laughs> in a wooden house <laughs> I just think it's it's just kind of funny oh. dude anytime I feel like I've already done something and I'm like really proud of it I'm really good at it I'm gonna be like I raised a dragon in a wooden house man <laughs> it's got nothing a fire breathing dragon my new thing now oh my god right? so um, she says she's one of the only people who knows re the real Harry Potter and Betty segues to Barf. the many rumors about Dumbledore's final hours. Because, of course, people are going to talk when you're... I mean, people will talk for anybody, but this is a, a very historically widely known legendary person. So she asked, does Rita believe Harry was there when Dumbledore died? And I'm just going to read a quote from her. Uh, well, I don't want to say too much. It's all in the book. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but eyewitnesses inside Hogwarts Castle saw Potter running away from the scene af moments after Dumbledore fell, jumped, or was pushed. Uh, none of the above. Who mm. are the eyewitnesses that are talking to her? The Death Eaters. That's what you guessed before. And I then said now maybe that's what yeah. Slytherins still. Draco could have talked to her again. Pansy I mean, Draco talks to her, right? Pansy would do that. Pansy. But was Pansy an eyewitness to him running away? I don't remember where Pansy was. I don't think Pan... Is the Parkinson family like Death Eater peeps? I don't... I, don't I feel like I they're yeah, not. I don't think so. I don't know, but isn't she the one who's like, go ahead and grab Harry? He's right there. Yeah. I just don't like her. Yeah. She's not well, a good because she sucks. And she... You know, there's a lot of mm. people that aren't. Mm -hmm. I mean... Full disclosure, I feel like Megan would have pieced out, but she wouldn't have like ratted a Harry out before yeah. she passed. <laughs> I mean, I very well might have pieced out. She would have out. grabbed Katie by the scruff <laughs> and, and dragged like, her out of here. <laughs> Bye. Oh, boy. Deuces. Um, Potter later gave evidence against Severus Snape, a man against whom he has a notorious grudge. Mm -hmm. Is everything as it seems? That is for the wizarding community to community to decide once they've read my book yeah 
I think that last little bit that you read is a super cute comparison of the author to Rita. I almost feel like that line is Mm. kind of like the author talking to us right now because we're at the very beginning of Deathly Hallows, right? Is Mm. everything as it seems? That is for you, reader, to decide once you've finished my book. Stop. Because going into into this book. Snapey Snape. Yeah, we don't know who Snape is. Yeah. Mag, that's some deep cut. I also do think that the author has compared herself to Rita. Hasn't she? Yeah. Right? That's a thing, isn't it? I thought she did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That sounds okay. familiar. I was I read that line though and I was like, oh my god, it's like she's talking to us. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. cool. Tis very good, Thanks. Megan. Uh so the end of the article. No doubt Skeeter has quilled an instant bestseller. <clears throat> Dumbledore Myers, however, <clears throat> may be trembling about what is soon to come out about their hero. Look out, Tiffany. 900 pages whatever none of it matters to me as auntie muriel would say 900 pages (laughs) she's so funny (laughs) so harry finishes this article and he is angry he's got revulsion he's revulsion and fury is what he's described as feeling so he balls up the newspaper throws it with all his force he's he does this have you ever done this when you're mad you're just like blindly yes. doing things like he's picking up books and then putting them in the same spot he's <laughs> opening empty drawers like he's just like so angry um he's like, barely conscious angry yeah of what he's doing and this article mm-hmm. is just echoing in his head uh and he he's so mad he literally out loud screams lies so loud that the next door neighbor i love this part so funny i love it so So much sits down on his bed and he's picking up the broken piece of mirror again that came from the beginning of the chapter he's thinking about dumbledore and the lies that are defaming him and he suddenly sees this flash of brightest blue he freezes his finger his cut finger slips on the mirror again did he cut it again it doesn't say no, I don't think he cut it again. Mm, okay. Doesn't say. He just like fumbled with it. Mm, right. His already cut finger slipped on the jagged edge of the. I mirror was just again. like, ooh, that made me think of like a paper cut that you like when you re-cut. get another paper cut oh. in your paper cut. Literal worst. Cardboard cuts are worse. Oh, working at UPS. Yes. Oh my goodness. Anyway, UPS store probs, man. So he like looks over his shoulder. And there's nothing <laughs> behind him that would have reflected blue. So he looks back at the mirror, and it's nothing but his own eye. So he tells Did he himself, "Get the color of his eye." Uh, maybe yeah do i have blue eyes <laughs> you're like wait what color were my mother's eyes <laughs> i watched this movie about myself and i oh had different eyes God. and then the the person that played my mom as a young kid had different eyes than that what what are my eye colors <laughs> oh my god uh what was oh i even talking God. about so he tells himself that he imagined it no other explanation like i was just thinking about dumbledore but then he's thinking if anything was certain it was it was that the bright blue eyes of Albus Dumbledore would never pierce him again. But Harry, as you said, there was blue that a is lot. They will but pierce you again. The eyes of Albus Dumbledore's brother, perhaps. No, literally, Dumbledore will look upon his face again. Yeah, in his head. In the beyond. In, death. in the beyond. <laughs> Are you in the beyond? 
I'm not sure. No. <laughs> sure. We did it. All right. Got time with for them. a couple Lightning in two parts. Lightning bolt questions. Your face is lightning If bolt. I can remember how to pull them. Woo woo. Okay. It's been a minute. Slap Quack Chanda asks, what are the titles of Rita's biographies? So they did say it's like Severus Snape Sinister. Oh, shoot. What is it? Hold on. I can tell you. Rita Skeeter's biography title. Harry Potter would be Harry Potter Scarred or Scarred. Or Scared. <laughs> Armando Dippet, Master scarred or Moron. Jeez, uh, Rita. I love it. I love it. Where are they? I'm trying to think of like Dumbledore. Is he daft or is Snape. he dangerous? Snape. You know? <laughs> Snape. Smart or Slimy. scoundrel or saint. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh my mm. god. <laughs> and then it, it doesn't say the title scoundrel. of Harry's. Okay, so what's Harry's? Yeah. So what's Harry's? Hero. Scarred or scared? Harry Potter. I like that. Speckled or scared? Or get. <laughs> <laughs> is he daft or is he dangerous? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Sarah asks, what would be Dumble's reaction to Rita's book? Oh, he, he would probably, probably be laugh. like, I think he would laugh. He would probably be like, I love this. Yeah. This is amazing. He'd probably be really proud of it. Yeah. He would have it on his yeah. shelf, front and center. He would like invite people over and sign I copies. I can see Harry like asking him, like, what do you think about that? He'd be like, oh, my favorite part was this. And he would just like quote it. Mm hmm. Um, okay. Steph asks in real time life, who would be a good Dumble like subject for a biography? Dumble like? Hmm. Oof. That's if tough. it was gonna be honest, yeah. if it was gonna be honest, don't, I don't what? do it. Don't. Oh, well, I have well, two. Don't, I don't know. I don't. I wasn't, even gonna, I wasn't even gonna say it, and then you, <laughs> you made me think of it. I want a Taylor <laughs> Swift biography. Like, anyway, I'm not going to go into full details on that, but let me just tell you, I want a deep, honest biography from that woman one day. Um, and then also, <sighs> if, if, again, if it was going to be honest, I want like a like no. Prince Charles or like oh, Diana. Yeah, I'd read Diana. Even though she... Not a dead. Skeeter version. No, Danny well, yeah. I feel like that's what the world it already knows. It doesn't say Skeeter version. It just says a Dumble like subject for a biography. Now, if it was an honest biography, oh, okay. I want something from the Royals. I want to know what goes on because I think that there's a lot of Melody stuff happening Royals. in that family. But more than anything, like, uh, uh, Taylor Swift. My own lofty HP said that Dumbledore would be like, <laughs> she missed that I love socks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Britney Spears um might be interesting. She's had a, a life, huh? Yeah. I am interested in reading it. 
And she's she's single and ready to mingle. Well, probably not ready to mingle, but she is no longer of the married variety, technically. Yep. Mm, Brooke Shields. Anybody else have any others? Yep. No, oh, I can't think right a now. Life. Taylor's version. <laughs> Kelsey. Uh, yeah, I need an autobiography from her one day. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait until I'm in my 60s or 70s. That's fine, but I want one. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, do you want to have anything you want to add or are you going to go to the fan story? I can't think of anyone. Joel Madden. Well, I was trying to think of like someone oh, who's like kind of like who's like beloved but could have kind some dark secrets. But I don't know. The only person that like I'm thinking who first came to my mind who's like been around a long time is Dick Van Dyke. Like it'd be yeah. so cool. But I don't think he has like any like creepy secrets. secrets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean he could, but well, I'm not, even like, if it's not secrets, but there. just like a good life story, you know? Yeah. yeah. He would be Julie Andrews. Yeah. Would be a good story to read. Would. Fan story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This comes from Marianne Deloach from November of 2019. The before time. Um, so they say, <laughs> I have just recently found your podcast and love it. A random stranger commented on my nine and three quarters shirt and told me about it. That's crazy. I have been binging ever since. I'm currently on the last chapter of Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> I stumbled upon the series in the late 90s while in college when a teacher acquaintance mentioned it. It was a year or so later that my sisters and I purchased a copy and passed it around. We all, we all became obsessed. We devoured the first four books and went to the midnight releases of the final three books. We even got my dad into the books. We would all reread them as the movies came out, including my dad. I now have a six-year-old son, and after a few false starts, we are making our way through the books. His aunt and uncle have purchased him the illustrated versions, and we are on the sor on Sorcerer's Stone. The mm. Sorcerer's Stone. He has some friends at school that have also read the books with their parents, and he talks about playing Chamber of Secrets on the playground, which makes my heart so happy. My son and I are both proud Hufflepuffs. Woo, 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 woo! Yeah. Thank you for the hard work that goes into each episode, Marianne. Thank you. Thank you, Marianne. Jinx, you owe me a code. I love that a random stranger like that. That's the greatest thing yeah. ever. Ever. Also, I love that you are sharing this with your kids. Ever. It is among the greatest of things. Yeah. How about that? And I love that it's something you share with your family. That's kind of like what we did with my family for a little bit. Your kid's like super old now. Super. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Man. Why does 2019 feel like last year? because really does. time warped it feels like last year and it wasn't it, it sure wasn't no. megan owes me a coke thank you what? mia <laughs> i said thank you at the same time yeah, marianne thank you me a joke katie see bad. okay what's Give the difference between ron and harry and fred and george uh one set only one of difference them has red hair them? the other set they both have red hair Okay, but that's not funny. <laughs> that's way too long. What in the world? <laughs> the first two. <gasps> One set. <laughs> <laughs> the first two are roommates and the other two are womb mates. Oh my God. That's, that's 
Uh, I don't know how I feel about that joke. Well, this is from the <laughs> ruckus jokes and ridiculous riddles for Ravenclaw. So talk to them about it. Womb mates, Ravenclaws. Womb mates. Womb mates. Social media. Myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok at the Petrus family. And Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've go for it. What have I been doing? Classroom stuff. That's my life. That's it. That's all I have to share. I read. What did I read? I finished a book. Oh, no. Katie, you go. I'm thinking. Um, I started over (laughs) Pokemon Violet because oh yeah i did that too oh yeah me and meg start so like one of my favorite things like is when meg will start a pokemon game like the we'll play the opposites of each other of Mm -hmm. a series of a what would you call that a release yeah thank you and it's like i don't know know. it makes me so happy so we've been playing that together and i'm trying to like i the end goal really is like to be able to play with brandon because i love playing pokemon with him and I, I think we're there, mm. which is nice. We finally figured out like some of the multiplayer stuff. Uh, yeah, Meg is still on her traumatizing Pokemon naming convention kick. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is. I named. What did I name? Uh, what did I catch? I named. I got a Beweasel. I named it Buzzy. Um, <laughs> okay, that's cute. I never do nicknames. Me either. And Meg always makes them all lowercase. <laughs> It drives her crazy. <laughs> and then I also got a um oh shoot. What's it look like? What's my starter? Oh, um Fui Coco. Fui Co Fu Fu Coco, but I what does it say? What's its noise? You named it Craw. Craw, because that's what the noise is whenever it talks, it goes craw. So I named it Craw. <laughs> I picked the cat, Shonda. You're adorable. I picked the cat. Oh, thank you. Me and Spaghettito are tight. Okay. Spaghettito. Spaghetti. All I see is spaghetti when I read that name. Also, the other day I accidentally said that my Marie passed away, and oh we my god, I lost died. my mind. I lost my mind. Passed <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah, I was like, oh, did you? But I don't know what, what I is asked this her. Lavender town. Yeah, I was like, oh, did Marie faint? And she's like, yeah, my Marie passed away. <laughs> God. I like, I've literally and never I said that. Couldn't stop laughing. Oh my god! Rest in peace with Marowak. That's right. it. Oh man. Oh my god. The only two. Um, I read the book Imogen, obviously. Um, and oh, it yeah. was absolutely fantastic. It is maybe some of the best bisexual rep that I've read in a YA book. It was fantastic. I highly recommend. It's by Becky Albertalli. I love her writing so much. Um, so yeah, highly recommend uh, Imogen, obviously. Okay. I don't believe anybody got bingo. Wow. Um, no, but what are the house points? Where are the standings? Gryffindor and Ravenclaw are tied <gasps> for first. Whoa. Get out of here. Eagles. Hufflepuff is in second and Slytherin is in third. You trash bird. Oh my god. Tiffany. <laughs> trash bird. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh my god. What? what? Oh, I love you. 
<laughs> yeah. This one's this one's for Megan. Because I almost cried halfway in through. her week of yeah. fun. Yep. Okay. This one's Thanks. for you in your uterus. <laughs> yeah. See, womb mates was a great show. Oh, it was. You're right. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> All right. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down. You've never heard of trash birds? That too. Why does he have to do this now? Because because this is your week. Fillmore. <laughs> hey, Philly. Philly. Come here. Come touch. <laughs> you go back. Get Come here. Snapped. Come on. Come touch. You're not in trouble. Come touch. Okay. Yeah, you are. I love you. Please calm down. Okay. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.